Welcome to the Company of One, podcast episode number 129. Today we're going to talk about how do you become an entrepreneur today. I mean literally right now. How do you become an entrepreneur? So I'm Del Callahan. I'm your host. Uh, if you haven't been here in a while, a couple things have changed for me. I am now Associate Dean of Engineering. Uh, and, you know, being part of what I do with engineering and working with all the different companies. Of course, I'm an entrepreneur truly in my background, uh, but it's really fun to learn and talk to all these companies, all these individuals helping students from high school students move into to college, but mostly working with a professional audience, um, uh, which I've been doing for years. And helping people become entrepreneurs is such a key mm -hmm part of what I have been doing for at least the last 20 something years. Uh, it's, it's, it's a blast. But so, so let me just tell you on this podcast, what we're focused on is helping you think and act like an entrepreneur. We're, we're going to talk about that a lot and some today specifically. But so, but the whole point is so you can find the thing you love to do and you can make the amount of money you deserve to make. Now, I actually hate the word deserve in marketing type stuff, but in this case, I do mean it because so many people are undervalued. I won't say underpaid, but they're undervalued because uh, they're not finding a way to contribute the most value to what they're doing. And that's part of what we're talking about today. Uh, so let's talk about becoming an entrepreneur today. What does that mean? So let me let's start out with step one. Here is is getting your mindset correct about what entrepreneur is. So if you're listening to this podcast and you work for company X Y Z, maybe you're unemployed, maybe you are um, have been recently fired or let go or whatever. We're just gonna call it fired, right? We're not being politically correct. If you're out of a job and you had a job and it wasn't your choice, you got fired, uh, no matter the circumstances. Um, it's tough to deal with. We're actually going to talk about that in uh, some uh, upcoming episodes, especially for those over 50 that have uh, been fired and uh, struggling with what to do next. But thinking about what the difference between where you sit now as a, hey, I'm an engineer, I'm doing job X, I'm working for company XYZ, or whatever your position is, and and what, uh, as an quote-unquote employee, uh, or maybe a quote-unquote contractor, since many of our technical staff actually are contractors these days, uh, but that's still an employee, it's a little different model. Um, what's the difference between that and an entrepreneur? And so I'm going to use two core words uh, that define the definitions between entrepreneur and employee. Control and ownership. Okay? Control and ownership are the two things that are separate what you are today uh, versus where you um where you want to be as an entrepreneur, and I, but if so, if you're like, yeah, Dale, I, I get that. Don't depress me. I feel like I don't have any ownership or, uh, or out of control. No, I'm going somewhere different. Hang on with me, because I'm going to put you back in control and give you ownership like you've never had before, unless you've never realized you've had. 
So an entrepreneur by definition is an owner. The word entrepreneur coming from a French word that has uh, something to do with, uh, I won't give you the proper definition, but the, basically the person who seeks risk to take, uh, who's, who seeks gain and by taking a risk. And usually by that we mean a financial risk. So by definition, they're an owner. We own something when we're an entrepreneur. I own my company, uh, whatever I do. But let's not be too fancy with the word entrepreneur. Any, Many of us have had yard cutting services, babysitting services when we were younger, uh, maybe still now. But we're, we're do, anytime you do something for somebody and they pay you money for it, I'm going to come clean out your closet. You pay me. I'm going to clean out your garage. You pay me. I'm going to rake up your leaves and you pay me. All of those are entrepreneurial activities. Even if we did them at 14, 15, no matter the age, doing activity in exchange for money when you are in ownership mode is an entrepreneur. Um, so that's the key thinking. Now, as an entrepreneur, as a, as a quote unquote uh, proper entrepreneur, and I hate that definition, you'll understand why in a minute, but as a business owner in the way most of us would think about going into business, hey, I'm going to start a bicycle shop or a bakery or a consulting service. We have four roles as an entrepreneur, and this is important from the ownership point of view. We have the operations role. I'm going to do the work is what that means. I'm going to provide the service to the customer. We have the marketing role. I'm going to tell the customer how great I can do the service or how great I did do this service or I'm going to market my services to get money. The finance role where I'm going to take care of the money and pay the bills and bring in the money and handle the bank accounts and pay taxes and do all that stuff. And the research role where I'm going to pay attention to my competitors, pay attention to what's happening in technology, pay attention to all of the things that can impact my business. Those four roles, operations, marketing, finance, and research, no matter what kind of entrepreneur you are, they are part of what you do. And that's what we call ownership and embedded in those is risk. Right? So that's entrepreneurship. And by definition, you also, as I said, have control. You get to make the decisions, bad, good, stupid, smart, whatever. You get to make them. So that's an entrepreneur. What's an what's an employee then? And and our definition, if you're sitting here listening to this, you're driving, you're working out, you're probably thinking to yourself, you're the you're the dumb jock who just shows up and does what's told. I realize that's not how we view ourselves or how we say what we do to the public or to our friends or to our family, but in our head, that's what we think a lot of times, right? I just show up. I'm a you know I'm just the I'm, I'm the go-to boy or the go-to girl doing what the boss wants. Sometimes it's stupid. Sometimes it's not. Uh, so I'm just doing what's told. And uh, so if you're, if you're cocky and you feel like your title on your thing because it says vice president, chief engineer, or something like that, peel back a layer to get a little humility because in a sense there is a little truth to this. You're doing what you're told. Uh, and you're taking care of the boss. Whoever is, you know, whether your boss is your direct boss, your boss's boss, it's complicated. I know it. We work in a complicated world with leadership and who really has the power over me can be confusing. 
all the world of project managers. Who who really is controlling me? The project manager or my boss or somebody else? That doesn't matter. There's somebody, just we're going to be, quote unquote, call them a boss. So that's what an employee is, right? They go to work. They don't, they don't, uh, they're not truly an owner because the, let's say I go to work for AT&T. I'm not an owner of AT&T in the in the sense I'm talking about. I may be a stockholder, but I'm not a controlling owner of it. And I certainly, again, don't have that word control. I cannot make the business decisions for AT&T. I'm an employee. Uh, so that's the definition between entrepreneurship and employee. One has more control than the other, significantly. One has more ownership than the other. And again, significant difference. So that's the two differences that we have in them. All right. So I, I, I realize that may sound a bit academic, but there's a reason I'm, I'm harping on the differences between those. You need to get that in straight in your head. When you're talking about, I want to be an entrepreneur, I want to be in business for myself, that's what you're talking about. I want ownership and I want control. So now let's flip it and let's tell you the truth. Okay? Dale, why have you been lying to me in the last eight minutes? Well, I haven't. You've been lying to you. The world has been lying to you. The truth, the truth, the truth is you're already an entrepreneur. I promised you you would be one today. I'm keeping my promise. You are. Go look in the mirror. That person looking back to you is an entrepreneur. Now, I don't care if you work for AT&T, if you work for Joe's Pizza, or if you're unemployed for whatever number of reasons. By definition, you are an entrepreneur. And I'm, I'm using a proper definition here. So let me, let me kind of put this in context for you. Um, because there's a transaction that happens every day. Let's put in context. Let's say I own a bicycle shop. You come to me, you get your bike repair, right? You, you heard of me because I advertise on Facebook, maybe. And I, I put an advertise out there. You're into a Facebook biking group, a BMX or something, or, or a mountain biking group. And uh, you come in because you, you see my ad. You come in to get your bike repaired. Uh, and you like me because I... I listen to you. I, I hear what your prob problem is. I got a couple of different things I could sell you. I don't try to upsell you. I, I, I try to treat you like a normal, proper business person. I deliver you great service. And you're happy with me, right? So you pay me, you're happy, you come back and you buy more. I mean, that's what business is, right? I serve you well, you come back, I'm a jerk to you, you don't, you talk to your friends, you know. Uh, so that's how it works. Uh, so what was the key can't transaction, though, when you come to my bicycle shop? The, the transaction that matters from a business perspective, because there's multiple transactions that happened. There's a personal transaction and a relationship that's being formed, and that's really important from the marketing side. But the business transaction that happened is you gave me money, right? Because that's what I care about. That's why I'm in business. You gave me money in exchange for my service. My service included the part I sold you, maybe the advice I told you about how to put the device on your bike. Maybe I put it on your bike. You know, Maybe I actually serviced your bike and, and, and took care of it for you. I was also friendly to you, and I gave you good counsel and all those great things that come with a good business. Uh, so I'm the owner there, but that key transaction that happens, put that in the back of your mind, what happens every time you go to a business that you do business with, 
you pull your wallet out, you hand money over, it may come through a Visa, debit, credit card, whatever, but you hand your money over in exchange for service. If you go to a Walmart, if you're buying a, a new chain or new new tire for your bike or something, for goods, you hand your money over for goods. So the exchange of goods and services for money, right? The exchange of goods and services for money is what we call doing business. It's as simple as that. That is doing business. If you went to business school for four years, that's what you studied. If you have an MBA, that's what you studied. That's what you want to maximize. That's what you want to make happen is exchange of goods and services for money. That's the ownership, okay? So if you want to be an owner, an entrepreneur, that's what you've got to be focused on is what goods and services I'm providing and getting as many people to exchange money for those goods and services as possible to be the successful entrepreneur. Oh, it's dumbing down. It's simple, but uh, there's details, right? But that's the core message. But the fact is, though, let's go back to, let's say I'm a support engineer. Let's say I work for the local power industry. Let's say I work for Duke Power. As a support engineer, I'm supporting their substation activity. I'm, so, I'm sitting in the office or I'm going out in the field supporting the guys who are managing substations, uh, who are doing the work. Uh, so I'm out there to make sure the equipment operates. I'm out there to talk to the vendors. and you know, I, I'm a support engineer and do all the things that come with my job to keep the power on in these substations to be uh, the support engineer. So... I come in as a support engineer for Duke Power. I come in every day. I, however, has been have it's been given to me whether the boss tells me every single day, every minute of the day, what to do, or whether some boss has laid out for me. Um, here's your expectations. Whenever that phone rings, answer it, handle it. However, I've gotten tasked, right? A task list, maybe. But however that I'm being told what to do minute to minute through the, through the day, that's the service I'm offering, right? Notice that I just used that word, service. I, got, I am go, showing up to Duke Power as a support engineer to provide service. In exchange for what? Money, right? And the end of the month, end of the day, end of the week, however I get paid. The rest is details. How do I get the, how do I know what service to provide? How do I get paid? That's, hey, that changes, that's details. But I hope you see by now, you're showing up, you're providing service in exchange for money. That's the definition of an entrepreneur. Now you had said, oh, wait a minute, Dale, wait a minute, wait. I don't have any ownership or control. Well, wait. You wait. You back off. Wait. Just, just think one minute. I'm going to tell you, you do have ownership and control. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you, you, in fact, are a company of one. That's the name of this podcast is because just like me in Bikes Incorporated, you come to my bicycle store, I'm in control of what products I sell. I'm even in control of whether I want to serve you as a customer, right? As long as I'm not violating the law, I get to pick who I choose. Um, and I get to pick what I sell. I get to pick prices. Now, you know, if I price it too high, you may not buy from me. If I price it too low, you may take advantage of me. Uh, but I, you know, I, I get to think through this. As a company of one or as an employee from Duke Power, 
I get to choose who I serve. Now, who's my boss? Right, my boss is my customer. Remember that thing I told you, whoever takes out the money and pays for that, that by definition is what we call the customer. The person who hands over the money in exchange for goods and services. Who hands you money? If I work for Duke Power, it's my boss. Now, not directly. My boss probably is not writing me a check at the end of the week or the end of the month. Uh, but, but my boss has authorized through his or her budget that I get paid. Now, maybe it's my boss's boss. Again, I know it's, it gets complicated and confusing in the corporate world. But that's what's happening is I'm getting paid in exchange for the service. I'm an entrepreneur. I get to choose whether I work for Duke Power. I do have control. I can quit tomorrow, right? I can decide I don't want to do this service anymore. I don't want to be a support engineer anymore. I want to be a software developer engineer. Duke Power may say, Adele, we don't have any reuse for you as a, self, as a uh, software developer engineer. Fine. I quit. I go somewhere else. Probably not in that order, but you know, I go somewhere else and find another customer that can do the service I want to do. I have choices. I am in control. Do power can fire me. Do power is the customer. But as I come into your or you as you come into my bike shop, if you don't like the way I treated you, you can fire me too as the customer, right? So just like we do business and the business gets to choose who they serve and, and we get to choose what businesses we buy from, that's the way the, on, the employee model works too. In almost every state, it's, there's this technical term, at-will employee, but it basically means you can be fired for anything at any time for any reason. That sounds terrible and everything, but who would fire a good employee? Right, That would be stupid. Uh, that would be cutting off your nose to spite your face. You know, that's just that's just bad business. Just like it's bad business to run off a good customer. Just like it's bad business to not do business with a business that's provided you great service. All these things, you know, it's it's we we all want to do business with good people. We all want to have good customers. Let's just use our common sense. So, point being, you have control. Right, you have control of who you work for and where you work. And you, Dell, you don't understand. It's not that easy. I do understand. I get that. As an entrepreneur, it's not e that easy to find new customers. As an entrepreneur, it's not that easy to change the products and services you're selling. As an employee, it's not that easy to find another job. I get all that, but the fact is, you have control. Quit acting like you don't. The second thing is you do have ownership. You own you. You own your intellectual power. You own your ability to do the work. You are the ultimate owner in this case. Nobody can take you away from you, short of slavery and uh, being in some communist nations and things like that. But in the, in the, if you're listening to this podcast right now, that's probably not you. So you have complete control and you have complete ownership. It doesn't mean you get to do whatever you want. You can't control other people, but you control your business. And what I want you to think about in this podcast and all these other podcasts and all the podcasts I've done in the past is you being in control is what you need to take back. You are an entrepreneur. You need to start acting like an entrepreneur, you need to quit acting like a victim. 
you are absolutely 100% in control. Does that make sense to you? Does that resonate for you? Does that, are you thinking, I, and, and I've done this hundreds and hundreds of times, I've, I've, whether I've talked to in large groups and workshops and classrooms where we're talking through this and most people are like, that makes sense. So I'm gonna assume that you're sitting there with me with your headphones on, driving your car, listening or whatever, and you're at least shaking your head. Yeah, that makes sense. There's Dale, there's a lot of details here, but yeah, that makes sense. So what I want you to do is think about right now is a couple of things, and we're going to come back here, but this is like a homework assignment, right? Is you need to take, uh, you're an entrepreneur to start acting like one. The number one thing that you need to think about as an entrepreneur is who am I serving today? Who is my customer? Who is that person or persons that control my income flow? Right, because if you if you come to my bicycle shop, I'm highly aware of who you are. I may not know your name or every person's name, but when I'm putting that Facebook ad out, I know who I'm targeting. I'm targeting people that think a certain way about their bicycles, right? They think a certain way about this hobby. Who are your customers? Who are you serving? Whether you like them or not, whether you hate your boss, hate your job, that's irrelevant. Who are they? Put a name and a face to it. Who are the people that if you don't show up and serve them, you no longer will have a job soon? Those are your customers. Think about that. Many of us complain about poor customer service. Are you one of those providing poor customer service? Are you out there uh, doing a lousy job at work and then going to a grocery store talking about how poor of customer service they are? Think about who your customers are. And then think about taking control of this. So I want you to, to know who your customers are and to think about how you can serve them. How, how do you do that? Put a name to it. If you've got five customers, my boss Sam, my other boss Sally, you know, whatever they are, go sit down, chat with them, have some conversations, listen to them. Hey, I'm trying to learn how to serve better. I'm listening to this crazy podcast, whatever. I'm trying to learn. You're my customer, you know, and, and am I doing a good job serving you? What do you think? And get some feedback and then take control. Do a great job serving. If you want to, inc- if you want to take control of your income, which is what an entrepreneur does, that's what you want to do. You want to serve more. But the first thing you've got to do, you got to, I'm sorry, you want to serve more because serving more means being paid more if you do it right. But before you can do that, remember, you are an entrepreneur. Just like the title of this podcast, I'm promising you are one today. Like it or not, if you don't have a job, that doesn't take away from you being an entrepreneur. Now you're an entrepreneur without any customers and you're looking for one. So your problem is, who do I want to serve? I hope I'm making sense to you. I hope this really brings some perspective to you. I hope it brings some hope. Because one of the most frustrating things I find with employees out there is they feel like they have no control and they feel like they have no ownership. That's a lie and that's a lie. You are an owner and you have control. So the key difference, remember, is ownership. Own it. Take responsibility for your own company one. You are the company. You are the brand. 
and you own it. If you like what you're hearing here, go over to iTunes and 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 and, uh, and give me a, and write a uh, give give me some rewards. Right, help me out by uh, put posting on uh, on uh, iTunes, liking it, giving me some feedback. Hey, I would love it if you want to shoot me an email. Uh, I'm gonna shout out some of you. I'm getting this rehashing this and we're getting this started, but uh, I would love to hear from you. If you have any questions, you can just reach me at Dell at DellCallahan.com. I would love to highlight you. Ask, send me some questions. I'd love to even uh, bring up some of your issues if you're so give me permission to talk about it in the podcast. But till next week, have a great one. And remember, you take control of your company of one.